Okay. Yeah. Ready when y'all are, I think. All right. Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we've got Season 2, Episode 3, Summer Storm. Mary, what happened today? Dylan's criminal dad has been extradited from Mexico to answer for his financial crimes. To distract himself from the situation, Dylan goes surfing in dangerous ways brought on by a summer storm and ends up in the hospital with a concussion and a few broken ribs. With nowhere else for Dylan to go, Cindy brings him to the Walsh home to rest and recuperate. Forced to share a space with Dylan, Brenda struggles to, uh, Brenda struggles with her lingering feelings for him. Brenda struggles. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. That was Brenda this time. <laughs> Brenda said, uh. <laughs> uh. After Jim catches Dylan and Brenda making out, he blows up, causing Dylan to run away. While lounging at the beach club with her sober mom, Kelly manages to get a cute boy named Kyle to give her volleyball lessons, which eventually leads to a date on the beach. Steve is jealous, of course. Kelly is confused and hurt when Kyle doesn't seem to be as interested in her as she is in him. David and Donna are paired up to perform a scene from Romeo and Juliet and try to figure out how to not fail their assignment. I feel like now that we've... I really want to make some, like, one of these where it's like, this week on the episode, Brenda says, ugh. <laughs> Kelly says, hey. Ooh, I like that. Just literally. Jim says, grr. Jim says, <laughs> I hate boys. And Dylan is sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dylan's so sad. Man. Like, Two episodes in a row of sad Dylan. This one was hard. This one was like, hard. I struggled watching this one. I may have shed tears. Aww. Yeah. Because, like, okay, so they, they open the episode, mm-hmm. and Jim is like, oh, I have to run to whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, everyone else is sitting in the living room watching the news, and that's when they see Jack McKay getting arrested on, what, like, 23 counts of tax evasion or something? Yeah. And Jim is just a dick. He's like, of course he is. That guy's so corrupt. The best thing that she ever did was break up with that kid. Yeah, I'm and like, what? <sighs> that has nothing to do with anything. And then yeah. he, like, says... Something, I actually wrote it down because it pissed me off. Um, oh, I said the next part of it. Because that's when Brenda's like, Dad, he's innocent until proven guilty. And he's like, does he look innocent? Like, no one looks innocent when they're being arrested. Yeah, it's impossible to look innocent when you're in handcuffs. No, Jim is being an asshole yeah. in this episode. And I hate it. Like, you're supposed to be a mature adult. And mm-hmm. you're just like, well, he's obviously guilty. Well, and I hate that he automatically, like, places... Dylan as an equivalent, right? Like, he's, like, automatically, like, if Jack is doing illegal things or if Jack is, you know, doing bad stuff, that also means Dylan is the exact carbon copy of him. Well, and I thought we already got past that. Same. Because he did that in the last season, and Brenda was just like, no, get over yourself. Right. Like, I thought that was done with because he's seen Dylan before and, like, interacted with him. But whatever, because that's when Brenda's just like, ugh dad and Mm -hmm. you know goes to call dylan and make sure he's okay and he's clearly not yeah you know he's sitting there watching the news too and just like letting his voicemail come in after the beeperoonie beeperoonie only he can pull off that word only he can pull that (laughs) off if brandon say that would be like huh (laughs) 
get out. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, real quick, speaking of Brandon, when Jim's running down, he's like, has anybody seen my blue shirt? And Brenda's oh, like, yeah. oh, I wore that to the beach last week or whatever she says. And then Brandon's like, a girl wearing a guy's shirt so hot. It's like, that's your sister. That is your sister. In your dad's <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Ugh. Brandon's got a crush on Brenda. Ew. But it's then, like, that? I just feel like if you're on a date with a girl and she's wearing a guy's shirt and you're like, oh, man, you look so good in that men's shirt. And she's like, thanks. It's my dad's. I would just, like, like mm. bone her down. Yeah, cock blocked. Or Gross. even, like, she's like, it's Brandon's. I don't want to think about Brandon right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was kind of an unnecessary line, an unnecessary line that he did not need to say. Or yeah, I it was just filler. I didn't like it at all. But then, I did appreciate Brenda immediately reaching out to Dylan. Like obviously, knowing this, what how this would affect him, that mm-hmm. this would be a big deal. She, you know, immediately calls him, even though they're broken up. Like, yeah, I'm a big fan of her pushing whatever feelings she had away or, like, not thinking about that and just focusing on the fact that, oh, Dylan likely does not need to be alone right now. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, really mature of her to, you know, understand and, like, that they show it in the the show of, like, mm-hmm. she broke up with him because she, you know, wanted to make sure that she was ready for an emotional relationship and she wanted more, like, time to grow into herself, not right. that she stopped loving Dylan. Oh, 100%. She was definitely doing it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, she was getting overwhelmed with the intensity of their relationship, so it was, like, to the point where she wasn't sure if she was ready for that, mm-hmm. which is super mature, and literally everyone else is assuming something different about their yeah. relationship. I mean, I still think it's kind of, like, a punishment thing that the writers made them break up, because I do think that if they had written... Like, oh, I'm not ready for this intensity of a relationship. I want to stop having sex. Like, I think we can just go back to just being together. I think that could have possibly happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can't know because it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. But no, I just get I'm... really annoyed with, like, especially Jim in this episode. I mean, really. Jim is horrible in this episode. Honestly, like, like, first of all, we get, like, the one scene, like, this whole show so far of a Dylan, I mean, a Brenda and dad one-on-one. Like, we've never seen the two of them in a scene alone together. We did see them in, I don't remember if it was the episode that Brandon had sex or the episode with the sex ed where Brenda was thinking about having sex Mm -hmm. because it was the one where Jim was just like, you're not ready. And she called him out on it of like, how come when Brandon has sex, it's all good. But when I have sex, like all of a sudden I'm on a virginal pedestal and like, that's right screw you yeah that's like i guess my point is like we never see them just one-on-one and when we do it it has to do with them having like her having sex with dylan that's the only thing that they've talked about right and so like for him to just immediately assume all these things about dylan and assume he's exactly like jack like it just there's no reason if if jim would have taken just one minute to get Mm -hmm. to know dylan like cindy has or like literally anyone else has he would know that Dylan is so far from Jack yeah. that it's ridiculous. Like, he would never think this. Well, and so, yeah, so basically Dylan decides to go out surfing in a storm and, you know, gets into this accident, cracks some ribs, gets a concussion, mm-hmm. and Cindy's like, oh, well, he has no one to take care of him, so we're going to take him to our house, and I'm going to be this 
mother to him right now. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happened, yeah, all I could think of was like, it's really good that Jim is gone for this week. Yeah. Because if he was there, he'd be an asshole about it. Exactly. And then he comes home and, and he's, he's an, an asshole. asshole about it. Exactly. And Cindy, like, first of all, treats him like a five-star guest. Like, I know. <laughs> I love it. But see, that's the other thing. She may not want her daughter to be having sex with someone, and especially Dylan, but she's also moving past it and realizing this boy has no family. Mm-hmm. His dad literally just got indicted. Like, he needs people. Well, and doesn't, when they get in the argument later in the episode, doesn't she say something along the lines of, like, um, I thought we agreed that we were going to trust her? Mm-hmm. Yep, she does. Yeah. And, like, Jim just fucks it all up, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Because that is not the only thing that happens in this episode. Yeah. Um, number one, Jackie Taylor's back. I know. And it's the same Jackie Taylor. I know. We finally have some consistency with Jackie Taylor. And she's still with her sobriety. She was, mm-hmm. you know, sipping on that water. And mm-hmm. I love that Kelly was just like, you know, I didn't get you back from all of this stuff just to have you die of skin cancer and takes the suntan lotion away from her. Right? Like, that was, I mean, again, kind of Kelly being the parent. But, like... In a much better way than yeah. having to parent. They have a much better relationship in this mm-hmm. episode than we saw them have in the last time that we saw Jackie. And it's cute. They're bonding and, like, hanging out together and, like, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden they start checking out boys. And I was like, um. I know. Um. As long as you're looking for boys for Kelly, that's fine. But it sounds like you're, like, also checking them out, which kind of creeped me out. Yeah. I was sitting there like, all right, this is kind of cute, but also kind of weird. <laughs> and, like, I don't want to look at boys with my mom no why does jackie think steve is hot (sighs) like no he's i i I mean don't get me wrong this is another episode of steve in a crop top and i was like for it okay Uh if you ignore his face i mean (laughs) he's got a butter face he's great yeah his body is very nice i don't know i told you that my friend texted me and was like why did you not tell me about ian's earring I was like, um, did, was I, I supposed to? <laughs> you didn't ask? Yeah. Yeah, his body's nice. He's tall. He's, you know, whatever. But his face. I do love the crop tops. I, I love know. the crop tops. And he wears them so confidently. Like, That's the thing, is he just, like, shows up in the short shorts and the crop top, and mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, we could match. We'd be so cute. <laughs> He's owning it. <laughs> My husband hates when I match with him, but you, <laughs> you'd like it. That's the one reason we'll be together, because we like match. the Me Undies ads. Oh, just, that'd be cute. Yeah. Um, this podcast is not supported by Me Undies, but yet, we want to be. But it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Me undies, contact us. Back to Back. podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. Boom. All right. Good. Now that we got that out of the way. That was yeah. our ad break. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because they're like sitting there looking at guys and yeah, Kelly's like, oh, that one. And her mom's like, Steve, don't you have history with him? Which I was like, were you on that many drugs that you missed that they dated for a year? Yeah. But she's not talking about Steve. She's talking about Kyle. Kyle Connor. And... I was at first a little confused about the whole Kyle Kelly thing because, you know, the ball goes out of the court and he runs to go get it. And she's like, I'm going to flirt with you. And he's like, okay, yeah, cool. Can I have my ball back? Mm -hmm. And then they like actually went on a date together. And that's when I was like, he's not into her though. Yeah. It was very like forced almost yeah and then i mean once you get through the end of the episode Mm -hmm. and you see what's like really going on with kyle but it 
it had confused me at first when he was like, okay, yeah, sure, give me my ball back. And I was like, okay, Kelly got denied. And then they actually go to, like, her quote-unquote lesson, and he's like, let's go on a date together. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Which, side note, did you guys recognize him? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's right. He was Josh. He was the, like, coffee shop boyfriend guy. Oh, yeah. He was, like, the other boyfriend to He was the college years boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Not Harvey, basically. (laughs) Yeah. I recognized his face, but... I he's did also, not put two and two together. Well, he's also in, like, Clueless, the show. The, the show. And then he was on another one. He was on Hey Dude. He was on Hey Dude, yep. And he was in something else that I don't remember now. Yeah. But, but yeah, he was, like, the 90s, early 2000s, like, boyfriend. Yeah. In, like, yeah. everything. He's a very yeah. cute boy. He was very yeah. cute, but I thought it was really interesting looking at, like, him versus Steve, because Steve looks old compared to Kyle. That's Kyle looks true. like a baby. Well, I bet Kyle is actually the appropriate age, and Steve is, Probably like if he was playing a college boyfriend, mm-hmm. like, ten years later on mm-hmm. Sabrina. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he goes over to Kelly, and Steve sees all of it, and Steve gets super jealous, and... As he always does. Yeah. I mean, Steve just needs a storyline. Like Steve needs a girlfriend. Well, and I also like, thought we were going to learn more about his adoption story and stuff. Well, no, that's the thing is I think the reason I think he needs a girlfriend is he needs something to put his attention towards. Mm-hmm. And I also think that will give him a storyline. Like, we will actually mm-hmm. see more of Steve if he has a girlfriend. Well, and, I mean, on the one hand, I do love the Kelly and Steve banter. Like, mm-hmm. they definitely have the best chemistry. Oh, yeah. Like, Steve has the best chemistry with Kelly than anyone else on the show. And I do love their banter. But that's all he does is just yeah. banter with Kelly and get jealous about Kelly. Yeah, I mean, he's got nothing else. Mm-hmm. He hits on children <laughs> and pisses Kelly off. Right. Like, that's it. But, I mean... I don't know. They keep flipping back and forth really fast between (laughs) storylines, and it throws me off. Yeah, Yeah, because I was like, and anyway, Cindy. Yeah. So um, one little comment on the since we did touch on the private lesson or whatever between Kelly and um, Kyle, it was kind of cute. Like there's like a clear ad lib at one point. It was like the very first time she hit the ball, she goes, "Oh, good lord!" (laughs) Like she kind of stumbled on it a little bit. Clearly, like that wasn't the line, or if it was, she just messed it up. But it was kind of cute. And then Kyle's like, you have beautiful hands. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, is that a good thing? Everyone is just obsessed with, like, the appendages off of Kelly. Yeah. You, you, everything but your actual being is cute. Like, I like your hands. You. I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because I was watching the lesson, and she hits the ball, and, like, volleyball can hurt your forearms. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not used to it. Oh, definitely. Like, that's a really sturdy ball. Mm-hmm. And so when she said, ow, I was really waiting for Kyle to be like, yes, <laughs> okay, that's it. That's a proper reaction. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, being like, suck it up. get, like, all red and stuff because yeah. you're just hitting them. But I loved it when he was just like, shake it off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah shake it off. Literally, that's all you need to do is just shake your arm. Mm-hmm. It won't hurt anymore. Yeah, because that's when I got confused because then he, like, came over and was like, rubbing her arm because it hurt and then it was like we should go on a date Mm. and that's yeah that was my confusion of you know I thought we were on the point of like he doesn't like Kelly Mm -hmm. but I mean it doesn't matter because they they get into it later with him exactly but yeah so like they cut back to the Walsh household and 
Cindy's taking care of Dylan and she's like, oh, Brenda, will you bring his five-star dinner up to him? And she's <laughs> yeah. just like, mom, no. And I kind of love this struggle that Brenda's having where she's like mad at her mom for bringing her ex-boyfriend into the house, but at the same time is like, but we have to help him because mm-hmm. he has nobody else. Right. Like, I loved her struggle. Well, and it's so natural, right? Yeah. It's such a human reaction. You're like, ugh, I can't be around this guy. Don't you know I'm trying to get over him? Yeah. But also, like, I need to help him because he's well, my friend. And everyone is like, he's your friend. You need to go talk to him because she won't go take his food up to him, so Cindy has to do it. And then Brandon goes and is like, you haven't said a single word to him. and He's been here all day. And then she walks in to say goodnight to him and pretty much immediately makes out with him. Mm-hmm. Like, it was yeah, oh, yeah. the perfect representation of what would have happened. Although, I have a pretty unrelated question, kind of related. Um, so, when Brandon and Dylan are in Brandon's room, and Dylan's like, hey, man, I'm sorry to kick you out of your room, they have that rollaway bed. Why isn't Brandon staying in the room with Dylan? Because he has a concussion. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone should be there with him. Probably. Especially his best friend. And then the there's somebody, like... Between Dylan and Brenda. True. Be like, no boning. Right. Or like can wake up if you hear Dylan wake up and stop him from going to the Jack and Jill bathroom or at least be on the lookout. Yeah. (laughs) No, I just like randomly thought of it and I was like, why wouldn't Brandon just still be in his room, just not in his own bed? Or even like Dylan can be on the rollaway bed. Like he just has to stay flat. I'm sure Cindy would have been like, no. Give him the bed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, to your point, I mean, Brandon could even just sleep on the floor. Too. Yeah. No, like... Put Brandon on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> right? I would have loved that. Like, no, no. Someone else needs the bed, Brandon. Mm-hmm. You can go sleep in that corner. Go in the garage where we kept Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Brandon is the golden child, so I could easily see them being like, all right, Dylan gets Brandon's room, Brandon gets Brenda's room, and Brenda needs to go sleep outside. <laughs> yeah, with well, oh wait, we don't have him anymore. No, she well, the bed's still there. She can sleep. There. <laughs> she can sleep in the box. <laughs> yeah, it smells like dog out here. <laughs> Quiet, Brenda. Brandon needs us. <laughs> yeah, Brandon is struggling with not being in his own room. <laughs> oh wait, but you put him in his own room. Oh right, Dylan took your bed. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just go away. So just when stay out there. Brandon was talking to Dylan, I just love when Dylan makes like smart references. I know it's yeah. writing, but like when Dylan says it, it's great this has nothing to do with my dad Sigmund exactly like I love that he's also at the point where he like I I think Brandon doesn't give Dylan enough credit a lot of times like he doesn't give anyone any credit but also with just how smart Dylan is like Brandon's clearly trying to pry and be like well do you think this has anything to Mm -hmm. do and he's like nah dude I'm just like I went surfing and it was storming I I can easily see when we get to the college years Brandon being like well I took psych 101 (laughs) so So I can diagnose all of this. Yeah. Like Britta from Community. (laughs) Oh my God. Someone in our friend group is certifiably insane. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like everything that comes out of Dylan's mouth is so funny in this part, or like so great in this part. Because then he was like making the comment about Big Jimbo. (laughs) I don't remember what they said, but he was like, Brandon, I've met your dad. He's anything but cool. Yeah. And, and, then, and they talk about how Brenda's stubborn. Yeah. It's like, no, Brenda's not stubborn. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, my ribs. stubborn? Yeah, and then he tells Cindy, like, I've forgotten what it's like to have a family to take Ugh. care of you when you're sick. And I was like, my He's heart. the sweetest. 
Because, like, like, that's the thing, too, is he could easily have just let, you know, Cindy and them take care of him and just not said anything. But, no, he, like, goes out of his way to be, like, thank, thank you. you. Like, you are my second family. You're honestly better than my first family. And without you guys, I don't know what I would do. Like, that's a sincere thank you right there. But yeah, because we even later find out that he was supposed to be on his way to see his mom the day he got in the accident. But he didn't want to go to her because she hasn't really been a mom to him. Exactly. She's been more concerned, he says, with finding herself, quote-unquote, than being a mother. Yeah, because, like, arguably, you could say that Cindy has been more of a mom to him than oh, anybody yeah. else, even when, you know, Jim hates him and mm-hmm. he's really just at their house because he's dating their daughter. Right. Well, and Cindy does the same thing with Kelly. Like, when Kelly's mom was going through her struggles, like, Cindy was there for Kelly, too. So clearly, like, Cindy doesn't really care where you're from or, like, what's going on. She just wants to take care of people. I almost started saying, what's the Backstreet Boys song? I don't care who Who you you are, are. where you're from, what you did. As long as you let me take care of you. (laughs) Backstreet Boys, the mom remix. Yeah. (laughs) But I always think that Cindy actually liked Dylan she, she was just threatened by the relationship. She is such a better nurse to Dylan than she was to Jim. Did oh, you yeah. notice that? She's she like, treated Jim like crap. Yeah. She's like, here's your rosemary potatoes, and I made you a pie, and here's all this stuff, and just get some rest. And with Jim, she was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Lay on the couch, take your medicine, be quiet. <laughs> I mean, arguably, Dylan is a, a much better, better patient. patient and, like, a much better looking patient. <laughs> That's for sure. You notice he's like... Well, these bandages basically cover my torso, so I'm just not going to wear a shirt. <laughs> and Cindy's just like, all right. You want some more pie? <laughs> want me to feed it to you? You want some of my <laughs> pie? Ew. I know. <laughs> I took it too far. It's fine. Um, yeah. Then they, yeah, then they, um, they make out. But yeah. it was like Brenda kind of initiated it. Well, that's the thing that I thought but was really like, interesting every time is like, you know, Dylan's like kind of pulling some moves on her and she's going for it but yeah it is like a he's going you know 70 percent and then she goes 20 percent and then they both close in the final Mm -hmm. 10 percent because it happens again when the next day or a couple days later whatever when he's in the living room on the couch watching tv and he's being so needy he's (laughs) like would you get me a soda and a sandwich and an apple and my book and a blanket and you. Yeah. And then she's like, Dylan. I laughed at that audibly, like, out loud. Like, when he was like, she's like, do you need anything else? And he's like, you. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the only thing I ever want to hear out of his mouth. But right? to me. Right? Yeah. Like, everything leading up to that, I was like, all right, you lost me after sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to go get to this. I'm not going to go get to that. Oh, you want me? Okay. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, she just fell right into it. Like, he probably didn't really want a sandwich or an apple or his blanket or his book, but (laughs) he had to go through, like, the whole list just so then he could be like, but I really want you. And it's it's just so cute. But, no, I loved it because, yeah, it's really, like, he's, like, bringing her in Mm -hmm. and then she's going for it and then he's, like, closing the deal. Yeah. But every time she just, like, falls straight on his cracked ribs. Right, and he's like, oh, my ribs. No, it's fine. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, because that's when Jim comes in and starts screaming oh and gets all pissy about him God. when, like, Brenda's on top of him. Like, yeah. 
Why not? Brenda, you're hurting him. Get off. <laughs> right? His ribs are broken and you're laying on them. Ugh. No, he's literally just like, that boy defiled my daughter. How dare he lay on the couch immobile while she molests him? Yeah, while she just, yeah, goes to town. Goes to town. Because yeah. that's the night that he's home and he and Cindy get in that like yelling match essentially. Mm-hmm. And Brenda and Dylan are just standing on opposite ends of the hallway listening to them argue about how much Jim hates Dylan and is like, he needs to be out of the house in two days. And Cindy's like, I thought we decided to trust Brenda. He has nowhere else to go. Like, she is this, like, voice of reason and love and all of this stuff. And Jim is just like, he has a penis. Get him out of my house. Like, he's a kid. Like, Dylan is a 16 or 17-year-old kid. No, that's the thing that gets me about Jim is, like, this whole episode, he's supposed to be this overprotective father, and, you know, I get it. I get if you have a teenage daughter and you just learned she had this pregnancy scare and all of this stuff, but, like, he doesn't trust her at all, and he's being very patriarchal. He also doesn't trust Cindy. Like, yeah. he was gone, and Cindy was taking care of Dylan or, like, helping and nothing bad happened. Like, no, he's being very like, well, I am the man of the house exactly. and I know what's right. What I say goes no matter what. Which, let's be honest, has really never been the case on this show. Right? Like, well, and, and honestly, like, Jim, yeah, he's been talked out of things, like the whole moving to back to Minnesota and all that stuff, but it's like, he hasn't proven to have a good idea of things or like what to do. He just has the quote-unquote loudest voice, Mm -hmm. so it's going to be heard better. Yeah, because, I mean, even in the last episode when he was like, that's probably a bad idea to go work for Mr. Radage or whatever Mm -hmm. he's called, and then, um, you know, to the end of the episode, he was like, Brandon, you're probably right. I trust you. No, like, this is where Brandon gets it from. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know the truth unless it's told to him. Yeah, no, Jim has blinders too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He saw a picture of... Jack in handcuffs and was like, well, he's obviously guilty. And, I mean, we have been led to believe as viewers that he is guilty and right. that he's going to go to prison for all of this stuff. But Brenda but has a point. point. Yeah. Like, you are innocent until proven guilty in this country. And, like, that is not Dylan. That is Jack. Yeah. Just as I am not you, he is not him. Yeah. And, like, I, ugh, I'm... A little mad nobody just, like, punched him in the face when he was, like, the smartest thing she ever did was break up with that boy. Yeah, like, no one said anything to that. No one said anything. And also, he never named anybody, so you just had to assume who he was talking about, which, like, that just bothers me because that's just shoddy writing. Yeah. But, no, because he, he starts yelling, and it's very audible, and Brenda feels so bad because clearly Dylan hears everything. Like, they're not trying to be quiet. And Cindy, I think, even tells him he should... And he's like, like I don't care if he hears me. Yeah, because he's being a dick bag. Mm-hmm. And then Dylan leaves in the middle of the night to nobody's surprise. Right, and he goes to the beach club and breaks in, essentially, into a cabana and has his little lighter. Has the saddest scene Ever. Yeah, this was a struggle. This right here reminds you that he's a kid. Oh, like, yeah. When he's he, a teenager. Like, he might look was, like he's in his 20s, but he's a kid. Yeah, when he, like, curled up on the couch mm-hmm. in the fetal position. Was crying. And, like, is just thinking about how his dad was like, I'm never going to let you down. And all of a sudden, he's alone. 
and he's hurt and nobody's there with him. And nobody cares. People oh my God. Him. Yeah. Yep. I cried. I felt terrible. It was so sad. And he just like, wants to be loved. That's all he wants. That's he just all wants to be he loved. wants. He just wants a family. Because mm-hmm. even he says that when he's talking to Cindy and mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm pretty sure he has said things like that in the past to Brandon of like, you know, how much he cares about that family. Well, in season one finale, he's like, that's when it was. <clears throat> you're the only family I've got. Yeah. Which is so sad. I mean, it's true. No, it's, it's just 100% true. And clearly he wouldn't say that if that's like, he just wants a family, right? Like he wouldn't have said that if he didn't want a family. Yeah. Or just someone to love him. Why do you think this breakup's been so hard for him? Because Brenda, like he knows Brenda loves him. Yeah, and that's all and he wants. I think he mentions it when they break up of like, you know, now the only person I can rely on is me. Mm-hmm. And he goes through this moment of like, I'm not invincible. And like, you know, all these people that I thought cared about me did care about me until Jim shows up. Yeah, exactly. And then it is so painfully obvious that Jim will not give him the time of day. It's, uh, it's just annoying. I mean, I don't know how I'd react if I were Cindy in this scenario because it sounds like Jim is very much my way or the highway kind of Mm -hmm. thing like just not even listening to her but I just have to I just have to believe that I would just start punishing Jim right like not talking to him not doing like doing things on my own oh yeah this would be a fight yeah absolutely there there is that like I guess for lack of a better word, the mama bear instinct. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she sees someone that needs protecting and she's going to do it. And like Jim is unfortunately not being a partner. He's kind of being a predator. Right. And like he's being a dictator. Yeah. Too. And like we have learned, like we've said before, that Jim does not run anything. No. Cindy runs this house. Exactly. And Jim is, I don't know, he's feeling emasculated because mm-hmm. – there's another man in Brenda's life that, you know, he didn't get to have a say in whether or not Dylan stayed in the house. And he even says that in the episode. He's yeah. like, for the longest time, I was the only man in Brenda's life. She has a twin brother. Right? I, this episode just painted Jim in such a bad, stupid light. Well, and I think, I understand what he was trying to get at. He was trying to get at is that she will always be my little girl, so I'm going to be very protective of her because I want her to have the best life possible. That is the way that he probably means it. Yeah. But the way it comes out is patriarchal and, you know, that traditional, like, I own you or I rule you kind of deal, which is not, like, the case. Like, my dad, like, of course he's very emotional on my wedding day, like, Mm -hmm. when he was giving away because he's like, you're always going to be my little girl. But at the same time, like... He and Nate are buds and, like, cool. And, like, there was never a power struggle. It was always, I'm passing you on kind of deal. Not in, like, the, you know, here's Ownership a cow sense. thing and this is how I pay yeah. for you. But, like, a more of a, you know, you're going to be the person she turns to when she used to turn to me. And now I trust you and I trust her and this is great. Jim is not being like that. No, then that's the thing is, like, yeah, I am a girl who has a dad, too. And mm-hmm. I don't think that my dad was ever really that, like, patriarchal thing with me. Like, he was never, like, well, you can't have a boy in our house yes. because you're my property, not his. Exactly. Or, like, I'm going to try and run. Like, my dad fully, had, like, 
acknowledges that my mom runs the house. Oh, yeah. Like, he is like, I could not do things without your mother. I mean, that's why there are sayings, happy wife, happy life. That's why, like, literally, like, men are like, I'm just going to be quiet because I know she's going to tell. Like, literally, people say that all the time because women actually do run the household. Well, and, like, it is an equal partnership. And, like, there is just, like, I don't get, like, my dad cried at my wedding, but it was the idea of, like, I just want you to be happy. And it's It wasn't, like, a passing on kind of a thing. He was, like, as long as you're happy. Yeah. And I know you're happy. Like, that's what's making me emotional. Like, I'm not sad. Whatever. No, totally. It's just, like, there's this whole, like, man thing that's going on, and it pisses me off because I don't think that's appropriate. It's not. And, like, And Brenda's called him out on it before. And, like, I honestly think... If the only times that we ever see the two of them together, they are arguing about Brenda's being a girl Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, these other things that they've, you know, gotten all snippy about, Mm -hmm. like, last time where she was like, what social life? Like, they don't have a relationship. It's almost like, um, it was just making me think of, like, their interaction on screen is, like, a different version of the Bechdel test. It's like, can they talk (laughs) to each other? not about a boy like can they have yeah. like like they never talk about her career aspirations they never talk about like what she's doing at school they never talk nobody about talks anything. about that but he talks about it with brandon with his car with his job which the with the peach pit with the beach club with all of that stuff yeah he never hears about that from brenda no and, they and, like he doesn't ask they really marginalize brenda's character repeatedly yep and it upsets me so much yeah because like I I feel like they change Jim's character to fit whatever is going on in the storyline, and it's usually just to make him angrier. Oh, yeah. Like... I feel that, too. I, I can't imagine that that actor really enjoys playing Jim all that much. Yeah. Like, that's a very one-note character. It's like how Brandon mm-hmm. kind of always acts like a tool bag, except Brandon at least does get other things. And and he, like, attempts to learn. <laughs> yeah, guess, like... Too. I mean, Jim kind of attempted to learn like in this episode yeah because other ones yeah because you know dylan runs away Mm -hmm. brandon finds him the next morning at the beach club Mm -hmm. gets him to come home because he's just like the women have insisted you go home (laughs) yeah and he comes home and brenda comes home at the end of the school day is like oh my god i saw his car and he's back he's not dead and then you see that jim is in the living room talking to him and like having a heart to heart and like possibly separating him from his dad yeah because that's the thing is that he could never separate him he could jim let me see if i can say this right jim can never separate dylan from being jack's son and being brenda's boyfriend i did notice that i was like he can't see dylan as a person right he can see Dylan as being a criminal son mm-hmm. who has sex with his daughter. Exactly. That is totally. all he sees. Totally. Like, there that was is said a better than vo- what I just said. <laughs> well, it's pretty much the exact same thing, except <laughs> in different words. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he literally, he looks at Dylan and just sees, like, a void. And yeah. it's just, like, in his mind, he's, like, defiled my daughter, defiled my daughter. Like, it's like he sees him as, like, me off. a token. Yeah. And with, he's, yeah, yeah. It's like a projection of Jack and of somebody sleeping with his daughter. It doesn't matter who Dylan really is. Yeah, like I almost... he is is a criminal son and somebody who's sleeping with my daughter. Yeah, I feel like he is just, un, like, 
conflated Jack with Dylan of being like, well, if Jack's a criminal, then Dylan's definitely a criminal, mm-hmm. and now a criminal is sleeping with my daughter and ruining her, you know, virginal pedestal, mm-hmm. whatever. But I do like that he gets this, you know, redemption, quote-unquote, at the end where he's like, well, have you talked to your dad? Maybe mm-hmm. you need to, and, like, actually acts like a person. Yeah, I feel like it's less about redemption and more just, like, being a normal human. Not Yeah, not being a dick bag. Yeah. That's it that's all that happens with jim is he Mm -hmm. yells and then is told that he's wrong and tries to not yell yeah it does however help dylan like write a letter so he decides to reach Mm -hmm. out try to at least attempt to reach out you know and calls back to that really 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 sad dream or whatever that he had about him being a kid and his dad saying he'd never let him fall and you know so hopefully he'll send it and we'll hear back you know we'll yeah, he gets to like rebuild a relationship with his dad, even if it has to happen off screen. Because or even if it's Jack's closer. in prison, yeah, yeah. If J- if Jack has to go, to, if Jack is guilty, has to go to prison at the very least. Let's hope that they can. Yeah, there maintain. has to be some sort of like letters back and forth, and yeah. even just like, oh, Dylan, you got another letter from your dad. That's all That's I want. That's fine. That's all I want. That's fine. Yeah, but like. I mean... I just want Dylan to be happy. I just want Dylan to be happy. I want everyone to be happy because this whole episode, like, you get that really uncomfortable scene with Jim and Cindy yelling Mm -hmm. about Dylan and then immediately go to Kelly on her date with Kyle where, like, it's kind of normal and then (laughs) she, like, pushes it and runs into the ocean to go skinny dipping and he's just like... Like, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, what do I, what do I do? Like, it was very awkward. Like, yeah, I was like, I didn't think anything could be more uncomfortable than what I just watched. And this is a whole different level of uncomfortable. Like, it's different. Yeah, it's, yeah, oh yeah. Because it's like, she got denied hard. And like, I don't think anything would make me feel more like an exposed nerve than being quite literally exposed, completely (laughs) naked in the ocean being like, I'm a cool, fun girl. Come join me. No. Yeah. Okay, I'll get out of the water and walk naked mm-hmm. back up to you and try and salvage the date. I have one, like, positive on that, and that's for Kelly. The entire time, she was, like, confident and, like, didn't really care. It looked like at the, by the end of it, she was, like, doing this for herself, like, mm-hmm. the skinny dipping part. Because the whole time she's like, woohoo, yeah, this is super fun. Come out here. And okay, you're not coming out here, but I'm going to have fun. Oh, wait, it's kind of cold. I need a towel. Hey, can you give me my towel? And then she's out. And then it's fine. She never once, like, almost seemed rattled by the fact that he, A, wasn't coming out there. And then B, straight up was just like, nope, I don't think this is what I want. And see, I saw it as, like, I'm horribly embarrassed, but I can't let him see it. And, like, yeah. well, we can still have fun. And then he denies her again. Mm-hmm. And then she was like... Oh, she's like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, this is done. Um, like, I'm not going to try anymore. I can see that as, like, a serious blow to her self-confidence. I just like that she didn't let it show. Mm-hmm. But then the next time you see them and she's playing volleyball and it's her and Kyle on the one team and Steve on the other and he just keeps hitting the ball oh at her yeah. instead of, like playing and being a dick also like hit the ball at him hit it at kyle kyle asked her out you know that steve always just goes after kelly i know but it's still um so sorry really quick before that um steve confronted kyle while he was running on the beach and was just like no 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 kelly yeah no like steve is like so did you get it did you get with kelly did you blah blah 
Well, and then, like, what I really didn't like was he's, you know, being this dickbag to Kelly, and Kyle, like, attacks him for it, which was a little weird. And, <laughs> yeah, he, like, like, tackled it him. It was a little sexual. <laughs> it and, was like, sexual. That's when I was thinking, like, okay, is Kyle gay? I called that from the beginning. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I, at the first, I was like, okay, he doesn't like Kelly. Okay, maybe he does like Kelly. Okay, he's confused about what he wants. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the whole, like, their date, and then the Steve thing happened, and then what I really didn't like was Kelly being like, well, I was with Kyle last night, and da-da-da-da-da. It and, was like, better than anything I've had before. Yeah, like, like that. insinuating that they have had sex, which is just, first of lying, which I don't like, yeah. and then just, like, you didn't talk to Kyle about this. He doesn't look very comfortable with what yeah. just happened. And also, Kyle literally told Steve the exact opposite. He said nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, this is just using the fact that you have been seen in public with Kyle to upset Steve. Like, no one is coming out of this looking good Mm -hmm. or feeling good. And then, you know, you get to the end of it where Kyle, quote-unquote, comes out to her. Like, it just really sounds like he's confused about his sexuality. And frankly, maybe he's just asexual and not interested in having sex with anybody. Sure. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure that's the definition. And I'm not butchering someone's sexuality. Um, but it seemed really interesting to me that he was like, oh, I haven't told anybody this before. I'm really comfortable coming out to you when Kelly's been really weird. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know that I would want to tell Kelly that kind of really personal, vulnerable thing about me after she came on so strongly, even after I said I didn't want it and then lied to all of these people at the beach saying that I did something I didn't do. Like, so it kind of made me, I mean, I agree, but it kind of made me think a little bit like Easy A, where the guy, Brandon, that Emma Stone is like originally Mm -hmm. doing this thing with, he would rather get out that he was having sex with someone and is straight than nothing at all because then rumors would start that he was gay. Yeah, but I think that's a little bit different because he's at least in on it. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, right. that's the problem is that, like, Kelly didn't clear it with Kyle to say that to Steven in front of everyone first. If that had happened, I'd be a little bit more okay with it. Still don't think it's the right move and don't think that anyone should lie about something to, like, deliberately make someone mad or jealous. Uh-huh. But at least it would have been by the book, you know, like, a- yeah. above board. Like, like it kind of mm-hmm. seems to me that, like, Kyle is confused mm-hmm. and he's totally fine with people thinking that, like, he hasn't had sex with anybody, knowing he hasn't had sex, because he Mm -hmm. hasn't. Um, Like, I don't think virginity bothers him. Right. I think he's confused, and he doesn't want to be put in situations he's not ready for. That, and I think he's not sure that he wants people to know that he's not sure if he wants to sleep with a girl. Like, I think he's cool with virginity, but he doesn't want people thinking or knowing that he's unsure of a person or not. I think he'd be more fine with people knowing he's a virgin than mm, yes. coming out with his true self or lying and saying that he slept with all of these people. It, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really like Kyle. I like him too. Me right? too. He's I, got cute little dimples too. Yeah. First of all, he's adorable. And second of all, um, I really enjoyed just the fact that they wrote a character who's interested in being friends with a girl yes. and liking a girl as a person and trusting her as a friend instead of just being like, oh, we're either going to bang or 
I don't want anything to do with you, which mm-hmm. is the reality for a lot of girls in high school who are dealing with men well, or well, boys their age. Well, very and then, true. you know, he has this whole thing with Kelly and she actually, I think she handles it pretty okay. Like, oh yeah. She was like, wait, so you're gay? And he's basically like, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what I am. And, and then, then she was like, like okay. She's like, okay, well, you're still a person. I still, you said I was pretty. Yeah, right. And she immediately was like, oh, okay, you're still attracted to me. Yeah, like she didn't. <laughs> I don't think she made him feel weird, and I think it was a very comfortable experience for him, presumably. Um, and what, I, yeah, I like that they now are going to be able to have some sort of friendship. Presumably, I don't know if we ever see Kyle again ever. I hope so. He's so cute. I know, but like, you know, you think of. Brandon and Andrea, who had, you know, a non-sexual relationship until it almost became sexual, Mm -hmm. and then they tried to go back to just being friends, and now Andrea can barely look him in the eye. And, like, that's just the only other time that we've seen a boy and a girl trying to be friends. And this is just going so much better. And I think, you know, I wonder how much of that is because the writers were like, well, we're going to go ahead and just take out the whole, like, sexuality part of it. Like, he is not interested in being with her, whereas Brandon was interested in being with Andre. You know, whatever. I don't know. I like their friendship, and I hope it works out. And I hope there's more of them like yes. this. So the only thing left to talk about is Dylan, or not Dylan, God. Uh, <laughs> not The Dylan. only thing left to talk about is Dylan for another 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Donna and David. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is I so weird. I hate all of it. Like, Donna is just the butt of the joke. Ugh. Like, he was like, oh, who are we going to pick? The quiet one who doesn't want to do anything and is bad at school. And who's going to be her Romeo? The serial killer. And, like, the only boy in the class. Like, I feel like there was maybe some other non-important characters in the well, back. I was going to say, that's the thing is, they're all day players, so it doesn't yeah, matter. They're exactly. probably different people every single class. Probably. But... And they pick David. And they make them do Romeo and Juliet together, and they're both horrible actors, which, like, (laughs) can, like, I kind of meta. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're not really the best actors anyway. But I feel like you can't give them a bad grade for being bad at acting. Yeah, when that doesn't come naturally to people. Yeah, I think that's really unfair if it's, like, acting 101 and you're like, (laughs) you're terrible. Yeah. Like, this is literally a high school summer class. Yeah, like... You're supposed to get an A in this. Mm-hmm. And then Donna gets all pissy because David sucks. David does suck. I was like, because David sucks. Like, there's no <laughs> other thing about it. And then they, like, he's like, oh, well, I found a way to get us an A, which is absolutely not the way to get an A. Well, and also, like, just, like, when he's going to approach Donna, Donna's like, first of all, I love that she's using the little, like, suntan, like, little, like, tanning bed little glasses. But she's sitting there. Completely blocked out. And he and creeps up behind, behind her. her and just, like, squats down and is, like, breathing on her head. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I can see your nose really well from here. <laughs> but no, like, he approaches her and just, like, by the way, I have a way that we can get an A. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I did not mean to rhyme. But, I mean, and then he's, like, just weird about it and is like you have to apologize for me it's like he's not gonna tell her until she agrees so he's just willing to fail the class because he's gonna be stubborn about it or creepy about it like i'm not gonna this could potentially like, donna has no idea is this gonna be fun is this gonna be dangerous is this gonna be sexual is this, like she 
for yeah, all we Yeah, what know. exactly are you going to do here? Yeah. And then we find out that his whole thing was to just reverse the gender roles, which, to be fair, was kind of funny. It was funny. And, like, I'm, I'm kind of glad that the teacher was just like, that was funny. You have to do it again. Which I didn't love because I'm like, why not? Like, why can't this count? Be, I think I was okay with it because they were clearly mocking the assignment. Fair. If they, like... But in 2019, that would have been brilliant. Maybe. Think about it. Swapping genders because gender can be fluid or whatever. Yeah, but I think the whole issue of mocking it is where it well, comes yeah, of to course. a problem. It's like, if you're... Yeah. Yeah, if you're making fun of it, sure. But if you did it for real... If you did it for real, that would have been fine. But yeah, yeah like I said, they were very clearly mocking it and the yeah. teacher called them out on it. And, like... Donna looked really cute, though. <laughs> she looked so cute. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing, is, like, if I did this and David was like, no, we're totally going to get an A, and then they were like, we have to redo the assignment with David again, I would just be like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, like, are you kidding me? This can was all get, his fault. Can we get Fail him. anyone else? Yeah, like, clearly we don't work well together. Give right. us a different partner. Oh, God, I know too much about what happens later. Oh, I know they date. <laughs> Have you... You Google 90210 and yeah. they pop up. Yeah, two things you know is that they date and she graduates high school. Donna Martin graduates. Yeah. <laughs> Big spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah, Big my bad. spoilers. They graduate high school. Yeah. <laughs> and two people date. <laughs> How oh. dare they? <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that's, really that's it. literally it. Like, nothing else happens. We covered all the fun stuff and emotional stuff earlier and then just... Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think the other thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way with the Donna and David thing, though, is, like, this was just an episode about a kid who's really uncertain about his sexuality, and then you have them cross-dressing and, like, making, like, kind of mocking that whole thing, and I was like, it's just kind of weird, the things that the writers think to put in the episodes together. Oh, yeah, like, how they're, like, matching up storylines, trying to either make parallels or... But then it's, like, really inappropriate, like, Mm -hmm. you had the, like, teen crisis hotline, and then... Brandon, like, or not Brandon, yeah, Brandon and the 14-year-old who was obsessed with oh, him. Oh, right. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. It's not necessarily wrong, it's just weird. It's like, what made you decide to put this, this, and this together? Exactly. Yeah, I didn't think about it, but now that you mention it. Uh-uh. I just always want to find faults in everything. Well, that's, Don't mind me. It's a lot easier to do that than to just, like, we wouldn't have a podcast if we just loved everything, so. <laughs> I love it. Next episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we'd say. Dylan, bye. I mean, I, that being said, I did like this episode. Like, you I did? thought this was, I thought this was a pretty strong episode for Dylan. I hated Jim, mm-hmm. but, like, I just don't like Jim. So would you grade it if you like it? Hmm. I'm going to give it. You didn't come pre-graded? I never come pre-graded. <laughs> uh, did you? You go first. I'll think about okay. it. Okay. I gave it a B minus for beach bruised boy because he's bruised. <laughs> you were shocked that I liked this episode and then you give it a B. <laughs> B minus. It's a B minus. Um, I mean, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was like kind of heavy and I hated how Jim treated Dylan. That's my main thing. You know, all my grades wrap around Dylan. <laughs> this is no secret. Okay. So, I don't have a good... Okay, no. I got you can it. do it. You got it. I got it. it. I got, got, it. It. got, got it. it. So, it's going to get a B plus for Bod, comma, Dylan's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to go back to saying things <laughs> to terrible. 
All right. Like, it's a B for Dylan's body. <laughs> well, true. To be fair, that episode where uh, Dylan says that she, or Brenda says that she likes Dylan's butt, we did, I think, give it a yeah. B for Dylan's butt or yeah. something like that. So. Well, because there's the part where he was laying on the couch and he's just got his arm up and you can see, oh, like, the true. little muscle there and he's not wearing a shirt for most of the episode and I was just like... Now just wrinkle your forehead and it's all there. <laughs> Let me rub your wrinkles and we're good. <laughs> so about that. Um, when, I rubbed his wrinkles. I admit it. <laughs> when um, Dylan and Jim were having their heart to heart, Dylan goes, or he says something along the lines of, well, you know, girls do look for guys that are like their fathers. Oh, I forgot about and that. As he says that, Jim wrinkles his forehead <gasps> oh in reaction, and he's like, I wouldn't go that far. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Oh, wow. I, I didn't like, even look at that. I think it was right. I, say, I think I blocked that out because I was just like, excuse me, Dylan and Jim are nothing alike. They're not. They're really not. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> God. Everything is terrible. Everything is terrible. Okay. Ugh. All right, so that's our grades. I think that's everything. I think that is everything. So, I guess what's next? Yeah, so next week, um, we've got season two, episode four. It's called Anaconda. That's it. It's just Anaconda. Anaconda? I don't know. Who's Anaconda Anaconda don't don't want none? (laughs) Has that song come out by now? Hold on. No, it's 1991. I think... Not the the Nicki Minaj one. No, I know. The Baby Got Back. Yeah. It came out in like 94? Hold on. Not Baby Got Back. 98. I'm guess 97. 1992. Wow, that's well, that far. This was a little... Um, We're in season two now, so it might have... It was August May 1st, 1991. Oh, oh, this was May 7th, 1992. Yeah. So maybe it was, it was recorded in 1991, so maybe he was inspired so by Mix Beverly Lott Hills. So Sir was a guest writer <laughs> <laughs> on this episode. Sir Mix-a-Lot was an original 90210 stan. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. anyway. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't fact check us, yeah. so it's fine. Whatever we say is true. Don't at me about that, yeah. but at me about other things. Yeah, because you can reach us. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> back to Podcast is on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. Or you can, and, and or, not or, and. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and we'll read them out loud on the show. So if you have your theories about why this next episode is called Anaconda, 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 tell us. And then you can have your five seconds of fame, much like Sir Mix-a-Lot and his hit (laughs) single, Baby Got Back. Boom, roasted. (laughs) Burn, just like Brenda. Ugh. All right, well, from all of us at Back 2 Podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.